Welcome back. This is Bear G on the radio, speaking to you tonight from my studio in the high desert of Joshua Tree, California. Allie Kitty is right here next to me. Yeah. We are all here for one thing, and that is to bring an end to our suffering once and for all, and to awaken spiritually. You are in the right place. Kick back, relax, and enjoy another episode of Padma's Podcast of Enlightenment. Since everything is a reflection of our minds, everything can be changed by our minds. The Buddha. Since everything is a reflection of our minds and everything can be changed by our minds, hmm. <laughs> uh, if it could be so simple, right? That's what you're all thinking. What does this mean since everything is a reflection of our minds? Everything can be changed by our minds. Everything is a reflection of our minds. Does that mean the cat sitting on the table looking at me so silly is a reflection of my mind? Or your job? (laughs) Or your partner, your lover? Or the country you live in? or this whole planet, or the universe, is that all a reflection of our mind? How big is the mind to contain that? There's a very, uh, very, very small school of Buddhism. I think at one point there was only six monks. And it was called One Mind. And One Mind basically meant the same thing as one heart, oneness. Oneness, of course, implies there could be more than one, so we'll try to even stay away from oneness. Say all heart, one mind. That is the source of all wisdom, the beginning of what we perceive as time. In this universe, we are that. Ramana Maharshi will say, You are that. Papaji says, You are that. Gangaji says, You are that. Everybody says, You are that. You are that which you seek. And since you are that, you have unlimited possibilities and opportunities to realize that. Once realized, since everything is a reflection of our minds, you realize there is only one mind, one heart, one love, which is all love. You can change. Things can change. Everything can be changed by our minds. There's no need to wait for awakening to be making these changes. (laughs) Okay? Positive thoughts. Mindfulness, moving away from the thoughts that 
jump up and down in your mind and create so much turmoil. I'm sure we'll talk about thoughts. Let's scroll down to another, another quote and see what happens. Uh, Lao Tzu. Kind words elicit trust. Kind thoughts create depth. Kind deeds bring love. Kind words elicit trust. Trust is so important. Kind thoughts create depth. Even deeper trust. Kind deeds bring love. This kind of expression and living would bring peace to this earth. Kind words elicit trust. Kind thoughts create depth. Kind deeds bring love. Try it in just one of your intimate relationships right now. Kind words, kind thoughts, kind deeds, kindness. Putting yourself in one's, someone else's shoes and looking through their eyes. Knowing we're all suffering, yes? This is not unique to you that you have suffering, you know. Everyone is suffering their own hell, their own unique, very unique, torturous hell. Even if they're seemingly happy with a lot of money, which some people think brings happiness. Kindness and compassion is the real treasure. Let's move on. <coughs> Oh, okay. Here's a quote many were uh, talking about and asking questions of. Uh, it's a quote by Muji. In the spiritual journey, you cannot be a wine taster. You have to become a drunk. Muji. <laughs> uh, what does this mean? Someone asked. Well, it means many things, actually. There's layers to this, believe it or not. But right off the top, we'll speak of Rumi, when Rumi says he's drunk or intoxicated or he's in the tavern. When Rumi is in the tavern, let's think of that as a state of bliss, very similar to Samadhi, if not exactly Samadhi. Whatever state he was in, Samadhi by any other name. Many have experienced intoxication on God. There are no words. There's nothing to do but laugh. Sit and be still and laugh as it all unfolds at your feet. This is the hope of many spiritual seekers, is it not? To sit and laugh and let the wisdom of consciousness itself unroll at your feet for you to get the cosmic joke so well that all you can do is laugh, perhaps for days. <laughs> but, okay, that's just one level, right? In the spiritual journey, 
You cannot become a wine taster. Well, okay, let's argue that point for a second, though, because, geez, you know, there's a teacher for everyone. This teacher might be, you know, so important to you for a year or two or maybe a week until you realize that there's some limitations to that teacher or or there's something different that you want to investigate. You know, when you're new to this spiritual investigation, it's also fresh. <clears throat> it all needs to be investigated if that's what you wish, but you, it's, you gotta find that one or when it that one speaks to you, you have to stop. You find the Sadhguru or you find something that really resonates with you or you have this great glimpse of the truth itself. Get drunk on that. Stop tasting all the other spiritual paths. Get drunk on that one. So, in the spiritual journey, you cannot be a wine taster. You have to become a drunk. <laughs> Thank you, Muji. Yeah, you can hear the birds out in the Joshua trees in my yard. The door's closed. Uh, no fun. Under the anger, under the fear, under the despair, under the broken-heartedness, there is a radiance that has never been harmed, that has never been lost. That is the truth of who one is. Kangaji. Gangaji is my teacher, of course. I had an awakening experience in 1994 in Brighton Bush, Oregon, a two-week silent retreat. Gangaji will always remain my teacher. And I'm so grateful for one who has the willingness to express their awakening and to continue to burn in that fire taking responsibility for all those who wish to listen. Thank you, Gamaji. Under the anger, under the fear, under the despair. Oh, doesn't this all sound familiar? Under the brokenheartedness. You know, I speak about the three fixations of the ego, the hurt, anger, and fear. Under all the fixations and structures of ego, under the fixations of ego fixations of anger and hurt and fear, there's peace. This is the stillness that everyone's pointing to. Meditation, quiet the mind, be still, stop, all these words I use. Many don't know that under the anger and the fear and the despair and the broken heart, there is still something that is unharmed, that is untouched, untouchable. It has never been lost, as Gangaji says, and that is the truth of who you are. It's hard to imagine sometimes when there's so much suffering in your experience right now or in your past, or the circumstances that just appeared. Could be the car battery, could be a 
sudden death in a family. Could be just watching the news. There's so much despair in the world. You know, these uh, doctors will say, you know, meditate, right? I hear this still. <laughs> Excuse me. I've been meditating for almost 30 years. I go, okay, well, maybe you should learn how. <laughs> Sorry. I'm making jokes with uh, meditation is really important. They know everyone knows this, and many avoid this. There's a great resistance to this. There's a great fear of what may appear or not appear. Well, you have to stop and have the willingness to stop and just do your work. A meditation might bring up some of the inner work you need to pay attention to. Well, that is one of the purposes, you know? Then you have to call it to your arms where it can change, where Rumi will tell you. Embrace your hurt. Embrace your fear. As soon as you look at it, it disappears. That's my personal direct experience. Look at the fear right in the eye. It is not there. It never existed. Oh, Ramana. Your true nature is that of infinite spirit. <laughs> yeah, see? This is what we're speaking about. Your true nature is that of infinite spirit. The feeling of limitation is the work of the mind. Sri Ramana Maharshi. Papaji's teacher, and Gangaji's teacher was Papaji, so... Yes. Now, a moment ago, we were speaking of the mind being one mind, as one love, as, as one heart. Uh, words are limiting and not, because now we get to use this word mind differently. This feeling of limitation is the work of the ego mind. So let's put ego in that. Your true nature is that of infinite spirit. The feeling of limitation is the work of the mind. Ramana Maharshi. Robert Adams. Do not allow your thoughts to become greater than you. No matter what your thoughts tell you, don't listen. Remember your thoughts are not your friend. Your thoughts try to confound you, confuse you. They will tell you all kinds of things. Do not listen to your thoughts, even your good thoughts. Transcend everything. Go beyond your thoughts to your bliss, to your joy, and to your happiness. Robert Adams, transcend everything. Go beyond your thoughts to your bliss, to your joy, to your happiness. How do I do that? Yes, this is what we're talking about, right? 
stopping the mind, being still, silently the mind, doing your inner work. Mindfulness, mindfulness of your thoughts, mindfulness, 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 like I say. Let's read it again. Do not allow your thoughts to become greater than you. Oh, okay, what's that mean? <clears throat> I'm not good enough. I won't get my raise. I, I, I'm jealous of my friend's workmate. I am feeling horrible about myself. Those thoughts are becoming greater than you. Or, how about the opposite? I am the best in the world. <laughs> I can't do a Trump imitation, sorry. No one is ever better than me. Yes, he's, he's living in so much fear, but... Those thoughts are greater than he is. Thoughts of the future and grasping something can create so much suffering. Grasping, clinging, hanging on to, no matter all the obstacles. Well, okay, if that's your spiritual path. But if it's your livelihood and your family's depending on it, you know, you gotta make some different choices sometimes. Perhaps the universe is trying to show you something. This is another mindfulness, man. Pay attention to everything. Yet, no matter what your thoughts tell you, don't listen. This is what Adams is saying. Remember your thoughts are not your friend. <laughs> your thoughts try to confound you, confuse you, and they will tell you all kinds of things. Right? Doesn't this sound right? You relate to this? Do not listen to your thoughts. Even your good thoughts transcend everything. Go beyond your thoughts to your bliss. To the states of Samadhi, where we'll be in the tavern with Rumi. To your joy, to your happiness. <clears throat> to your happiness. And bliss. Speaking of Rumi, don't grieve. Anything you lose comes around in another form. There's a balance in the universe. Something will go, something will come. Something will come, something will go. Something has to go, something will come. Nothing is permanent. Another Rumi. The art of knowing is knowing what to ignore. What? Well, pardon me. There it is again. The art of knowing is knowing what to ignore. Ignore your thoughts. Ignore the patterns of ego that continue to create hurt or anger or fear or all of the above. Stop all the patterns of behavior. Ignore the impulses that continue to create and uh, in sabotage situations in your life experiences. Be still, not know. Be still and listen to your heart, not your thoughts. The art of knowing is knowing what to ignore.
night when you cross the street from your shop and your house to the cemetery. You'll hear me hailing you from inside the open grave. And you'll realize how we've always been together. I am the clear consciousness core of your being, the same in ecstasy as in self-hating fatigue. That night, when you escape your fears of snake bite and all irritations with the ants, you'll hear my familiar voice, see the candle being lit, smell the incense, the surprise meal fixed by the lover inside all your other lovers. This heart tumult is my signal to you igniting in the tomb. So don't fuss with the shroud and the graveyard dust. Those get ripped open and washed away in the music of our final meeting. And don't look for me in human shape. I'm inside you're looking. No room for form with love this strong. Don't fuss with the shroud and the graveyard dust. Those get ripped open and washed away in the music of our final meeting. And don't look for me in human shape. I am inside your looking. No room for form with love this strong. Don't look for me in human shape. I'm inside. You're looking. Rumi. This is Bear G on the radio. Padma's podcast of enlightenment and the adventures of Alley Kitty. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful to be used in this way to help in some way all those who choose to listen. Truly, thank you again. If you'd like to support the further adventures of the Alley Kitty Master and her pet Bertie, there's a way to do that. Three clicks and you're done. Yeah, thank you. Really, truly, thank you. We are all gathered together here for spiritual awakening. 
again. You are in the right place. Thank you. Follow me on Facebook and check out bearg.org. Blessings and all love. This is Bearg on the radio.